Assalamualaikum, everyone. Um, welcome back to Mass, our Mass High School Youth Podcast. Um, and here, here we have some familiar faces from last week. Uh, my name is Hannah. We'll go around. I'm Khaira. Oh no, we have some, it's not, like the audio is a little bit messed up on Usaid's part. Um, maybe if you like restart your computer or something and rejoin it would work. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll add you back in inshallah. Um, so we're really excited to have you all here and Khaira and Usaid and I have prepared a really great topic for you and that's about relationships. So really heavy hitting topic and I don't know, like really kind of like high pressure topic that no one really talks about. Like, what do you think about that, Khaira? So just to begin, this is like a disclaimer. So anything I say is like my belief and what I believe in. So again, I am no like, you know, Islamic professor or sheikha or anything. So I'm just talking from my experiences and from my beliefs. But I do think it's a heavy topic. So I ask you guys, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> but I'm excited to answer any questions. And I feel like this would be a good time to also, for me to reflect and think about what do I actually believe about relationships? Right, right. That's very important. Like, you know, when you're a young person and you're navigating that whole relationships topic while also being Muslim, that's very challenging, I think. Um, and I know it was for me when I was in high school because there are a lot of pressures societally that we go through. Okay, Usaid, we got Usaid back. Let's see. Let's see how the audio goes. Go. How is it now? Is it better? Yeah, okay. okay, you know what it was? I had the broadcast up in two different browsers for some reason. I don't know why, but we're good now. We're good now. Assalamu alaikum. Hi, my friend. Hi, my friend. I'm so happy. I'm hearing you like there's an echo when you talk. Is there still the echo there? When you talk, there's no echo, but when Hannah talks, there's an echo. Is there, is there guys? Um, still pretty loud. Oops. Okay, so Usaid will. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> how do you record our podcast here? So I think you can mute yourself when you're not talking in the same process. Okay, that sounds good. So, um. Alhamdulillah. So just to get right into the topic, we'll go around a little bit and we'll talk about how this issue kind of has resonated with our lives. Um, and, you know, we'd also love to hear from everyone who's listening in today. Please put your questions, suggestions in the chat and we want to make it as interactive as possible. So just from my perspective, I remember being in high school and, you know, like I mentioned every week, I'm going to graduate from from undergrad inshallah and so I'll have my degree in less than two weeks um, but when I was in high school it was like super tough to you know maintain your you know Islamic practices because all around you especially when you're in public school you see like a lot of that open display and you see a lot of like that affection and then there are a lot of pressures like in public school there's prom and there's you know everyone has someone and so when you're the one not engaging in those practices you can very often feel like the outsider but you know there are specific reasons in our faith why we can't engage in those relationships and we'll get into those reasons i think usaid and i have a lot to comment on there and even khaira so let's let's continue let's go around like khaira why don't you go ahead and add next and then we'll get to usaid so again personally 
So um, just a little bit of background about me is since first grade kindergarten, I've been going to a private Are you school. able to hear her? I, I can't hear her. Oh, oh I, can, I, can, I can hear her. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Uh, well, go ahead anyways, and then uh, Chalia. But Hannah, can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, yeah. I think okay. we got some technical difficulties going on, but we're going to get through them tonight, inshallah. Hopefully, inshallah. So, like I said, I used to go to private school, and we were gender separated. It was an Islamic school, so girls on one side and boys on one side. So, I never had, like, that desire or, you know, just, like, that thought. But when I was a sophomore in 10th grade, I transferred to public school. And, you know, I guess they're, like, you know, gender mixed. So, in the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Like, the pressures of prom, homecoming, all of that stuff. But I guess I I would say I had a strong foundation of like, you know, what's right and what's wrong. And then something that I did was I tried to occupy my time with other things. And then again, also with like boys and like the opposite gender, you know, just having like a neutral um, relationship and knowing where your boundaries and know their boundaries. So that's how I take my approach on it. Okay. Now that's important. You know, like knowing those boundaries is very important. And I think you know, maybe for a lot of high schoolers, you know, Islam can be taught, and this depends on where you are, but Islam can be taught in a very, like, strict way, where it's like, here's the rule, and this is the rule that you have to follow, and, like, that's the end of that. And so with that context in mind, it can be very challenging because there's not a big understanding of the why. Like, why are we not having a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or, you know, why are we waiting for the bonds of marriage? And then there are situations where people might find someone that they want to you be in a relationship with the right way, but they're so young and, you know, they're like, have to engage in marriage so quickly. We got Usaid back, y'all. Let's say Bismillah. Let's hear it. Bismillah, third luck's a charm. Oh, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Perfect. Alhamdulillah. See, this is why I never use Internet Explorer. I'm on Google Chrome now. <laughs> See, everyone here take notes. Google Chrome is the way to go. Um, perfect. Okay, now, Usain, we've been dying to hear your opinion with all these technical difficulties. Uh, we were just talking about how, you know, Khaira mentioned, like, it can be challenging with prom and things like that when you're seeing relationships on display. So, you know, as Muslims, I just mentioned how we might be given the, you can't do X, Y, and Z, you can't have a boyfriend, you can't have a girlfriend, you know, you have to be like on this straight path, but not really explaining the why. And the why is integral to our faith. So like, what do you have to say about that? And what's your experience? Um. Okay, so I've seen so many things in high school, subhanAllah. And I think, um, you know, when, when a lot of people say, oh, it's haram and stuff like that, you know, they're speaking out of the deen, but there's reasons to it, like you mentioned. And I think the biggest reason that I've seen is because of the effects that can happen due to the relationship, right? So let's say you're in a relationship with someone and like it gets serious and like, you know, you really consider them as your significant other and whatnot, but then things don't work out, right? Um, eventually you're going to get hurt and you might not even be able to recover it, right? Your, your heart might not be able to take that. So I think that's like one of the biggest reasons why relationships is like not a go-to kind of thing, you know what I mean? Is because of the effects that can happen or the negative effects, right? Same thing with alcohol. You look at alcohol, like, okay, sure, maybe alcohol has a few benefits, Yanni, but because the negatives outweigh the positives, that's why it's like, you know, you, you don't 
you don't do it right um but there is something else that i do want to get to in a bit is how people handle it is can be like really bad sometimes which i'll, I'll save that for the next thing but like um that's just kind of my two cents right and i've seen it a lot happen when i was in high school too like it's it gets crazy yeah definitely so, Dave, so i remember you told me that you went to private school in high during high school is that correct oh uh, yeah so actually that that's what i was gonna talk about next um okay. you guys want me to so okay well, look, well, um, wait, actually we'll say i i want you to mention that but before let's preface the conversation with like a, a little bit of context for our audience so you know i got mm -hmm. i got a question from a high schooler earlier today you know and she mm -hmm. says why is dating haram like just point blank why is dating haram and that goes back to the we're told you can and can't, but not the why. And so I think Usaid really explained it in a in a good context. You know, we don't engage in these relationships at the age that we're in unless we're within the constraints of marriage out of protection for us. So Allah mm -hmm. Ta'ala made this to be so that he protected us. And because he's the one who created us, he knows us the best. So just like Usaid said, it's meant to do so that our hearts are protected and that when you're engaging and you're being vulnerable with an individual emotionally, it's done in a way where it can lead to results of marriage, where like there are roles and responsibilities on every side and there's justice given to every individual. However, when you're engaging in a relationship that's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend type relationship, you don't really have that structure. You don't have that sense of responsibility and you could argue like you know what if you're super mature and the other person is super mature and like that's us being responsible but mm -hmm. you know that's not what Allah subhanahu wa has decreed for us um and i've and i've actually i have a lot of friends who are now college age who told me i wish i was like you and i waited and i didn't engage in as many relationships as i had like i wish i didn't give my heart away so many times because it messed me up and made me feel less than over time. And so again, this isn't to guilt anyone who might be experiencing something like this, but this is rather to talk about it openly in terms of how our faith looks at it and the challenges that come with it and how we can move forward within that framework. So that's an important way to start. Now, Khaira mentioned a great point because there's a difference here in terms of pressures that we face as high schoolers when you're in public and private. So let's get into it. Go ahead, both of you, I wanna hear it. So first I kind of wanna hear what Masaid has to say. Right. Especially if that is coming from a private school. Cause okay. I feel like public school, there's a lot about it, but I've never heard about private school. Uh, let's hear it, And I think Usaid is frozen for a sec. Okay, so we'll wait, we'll wait on that. Let's, let's get into the, you wanna hear from the public school? Sure, I can also talk about it from, I guess when I was in private school, I was in I was in ninth grade, so a freshman. And I guess, yes, that's the beginning of high school. And at the same time, we were all K to 12, K through 12 in one school. So I guess we had close connection with like, I had close connection with the seniors, with the juniors. So I kind of knew some stuff. So one thing I did realize about relationships in private school is when you tend to close on one person or something and you tell them no, 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 that's when they go out and do it. Yes, yes, yes. So that's how I see it. So something I don't want to blame our elders or maybe 
something about us, the youth, is that we're not easy to talk to, I guess, or maybe we just don't understand. But I guess if the adults took it like a more, like spoke about it in a more open way, spoke about it in a way that, you know, we kind of understand, then I guess we wouldn't have problems of, I don't know, broken hearts or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I guess in a way to a certain extent, I would kind of blame the adults on this topic. Ooh, okay. To, to a certain extent, to a certain no, extent. No, Haida, this is your, like, this is your piece. Like you're a high school student. This is like, this podcast is meant to be real. So like, if that's how you're feeling, like let's express that and let's see what we can do about it. So Usaid, now your perspective in terms of the private school, right? Can you, okay. So are we good now? Yeah, we you can, guys hear, can you. hear me. Okay, cool. Um, I, okay, so before I get to that, I do have to agree with Khaira. Um, And the reason why that is, is coming from a person who went to a private school. Um, first of all, you might be surprised to hear that Muslims tend to be, in my opinion, more um, willing to go into a relationship in an Islamic private school or at least the one that I went to. And the reason why I say that is because of the rules in the school. Um, for example, well, like it was it was a guy and girl school, but like guys and girls would be separated, of course. But I think the, where the issue lied is that we were unable to communicate with each other at all. Like we weren't allowed to. Um, not even for school, not even for, I mean, for club organizations, it was only allowed if it was like, you know, a few seconds, an adult was there, like they weren't even, we weren't even allowed to make eye contact. You know what I mean? So I feel like in that sense, it's going a little too overboard and in my opinion, a little too extreme because of two reasons. Number one, I think it encourages people even more to kind of just like cheat the system and message them through Instagram or whatnot, which has happened so many times. And Number two, it really just, it makes people socially awkward, you know, like after I went to that private school, I went Great to point. a university, I went to a university uh, a semester after that, like a lot of people from that high school go to that university and seeing them on like a, an open field kind of thing, they just, you know, it, it's unfortunate. They become so socially awkward. Like I try to say hi to them, for example. Um, you know, I, I remember I was walking in the hallway and I saw like a sister who went to my high school and I was like, oh, salam alaikum. And she just like, she's like, oh my God. And she just <laughs> went around and was like, I just said salam, what did I do? Right, so, right. You know, so, so yes, you know, of course it's important for us to stay, you know, like within the Dean and stuff. But like when you go extreme, it has such negative outcomes. You know what I mean? Um, and then going to a public school, you know, if to, to a public school, I feel like if you were if you were raised right, I want to kind of be careful with what I say, but if you were raised right and you know, like your Dean and you know, Islam and stuff like you're going to stick with it. And then if like you, if you were raised to say, Hey, relationships are okay. This is okay. That's okay. You're going to go that way. You know, I, I don't with private school. It's different. It's like, whether you were raised right or not, you know, you, there's always going to be that sense that, Oh, you want to cheat the system. You know what I mean? But again, I'm just, this is just me speaking from my own personal experience. Right. I would have to agree with you. Like my school, it was an Islamic Saudi academy. So like it was technically Saudi run from the Saudi government on American soil. But, mm -hmm. you know, if if I were to talk to somebody or just like, you know, give him a paper or something, you know, principal's office, I mean, even clubs, club meetings, we never interacted. 
And then so we had an atrium in our school. And in order for us, like at the end of the school day to go home, let's say for girls, we had to go through like all the way from the back end and then the boys would use the atrium. So it was really, really segregated. And mm -hmm. to me right now, looking looking at it as like, as a rising senior, I just found that to be so pointless. Like, I understand we're separated like during school time. Yes, that's understandable. But I just feel like when it comes to like, for example, going home, I, I, feel, I feel like there's no need to like separate. And even for clubs, like, what's gonna happen in the real world? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. You both bring up an excellent point. And I, I want to push back a little bit for the sake of the conversation, right? So you both are saying like such real things. Like if we keep doing this, like, you know, Islamic imposed segregation on people to the point where they can't interact with one another, that hyper pressured situation causes people to like release in a way that can be even far away from where we wanted them to go in the faith. Right, like engaging in those relationships. Whereas before, if that pressure cooker didn't exist of that separation, it might not have happened. But I also want to push back on the point of like if you were raised with you know proper Islamic values and morals, you know, it's you're maybe less susceptible to those pressures. I'd mm -hmm. kind of push back and say, I like Allah Anam. I think it depends on every person and their situation. I think it could be equally difficult if you're in public or private school. As someone who's never been in a private Islamic school, I'm kind of shocked to hear you say like it's easier um, because you know that isn't like my initial. Well, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. It's, I wouldn't say it's easier. I would say it's more tempting to do so. Um, and and you know. On that point about being raised, I think that um, something that I should have mentioned also is a person who is, I guess, less loved by their family or parents who, who who don't get the attention that they need. I feel like they'll be more tempted to be in a relationship because they want to fill up that space in their heart. You know what I mean? Versus someone who, who like has loving parents and, you know, loving siblings and whatnot. And again, I agree. I agree to a certain extent that everyone is susceptible to relationships, of course, without a doubt. But I think there are factors that help push the person to a relationship versus factors that help person stay back from a relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. also, I just feel like as humans, and I know being like a teenager itself is hard. And I do know that everybody has desires. I just think that, you know, you can think about it. Like if you see somebody and he's like, oh, he's good looking or he's cute, you know, like, oh yeah, you can talk about it with your girlfriends or your mom or your sister. But I think like once you... Once you act upon it, then that's when I guess there's a problem. So I guess you could have your desires and like, you know, fantasize about boys, do yeah. everything. Feelings feelings are not haram. Let's let's like make right. that clear. You know, yeah. it's not haram. Thank you, both of you. Yes. Yeah. Good. No, once yeah. you act upon it. Once yeah. you act upon it, then yes, then we have a problem. There's a hadith that goes, right? Our actions are based on our intentions. So if you feel something, you know, it doesn't matter what you feel, you know, like, of course, you got to try to like, um, you know, handle it appropriately. At the same time, don't just keep it inside. You know, if you keep it pent up inside and it keeps building, then you're going to break. Um, you know, talk about it to someone, talk about it as, as cliche as it sounds. Talk about it to a trusted friend or an adult or someone, you know, but but a tr when I say trusted adult, I have to emphasize that because if you talk to, to about it to any adult or anything like that or any friend um, or any person per se, 
you know, it might not be handled the best way possible. So just make sure at the same time that you talk about it with someone who you know is going to be able to help you. Because this is this is something big, you know, and some people might handle it well. Other people might not be able to mentor as well. So something. That's a really great point. I think especially, you know, going to a friend, while you should confide in people who are closest to you, I would say taking a step, step higher and go to a mentor. I think having a mentor, especially an Islamic mentor, someone who maybe isn't even teaching on Dean, but like happens to be Muslim is just older. If you could go to that person and say, look, I'm struggling with this. Like I have mm -hmm. these emotions. Maybe the other person has it too. And I don't want to act beyond, you know, what the Dean has allowed, but I have the pressure to do so. What do I do? And asking those questions might not be super comfortable to do with the sheikh. It might not be super comfortable to do with your parents. I know I wasn't talking to my parents about this stuff in high school. Now, when I'm a high school, when I'm a college student, I can because you know they kind of see me as more adult, right? So like they're like, oh yeah, like you're of the age to be talking about relationships. But that does come up in high school, and and it's even more integral to talk about it at that point. Exactly. And not just that, but it's also more pressurizing to talk about it at that point, because I th unfortunately, a lot of parents don't expect things to happen in high school when it actually is happening. Not just relationships, um, people using drugs, people doing other like stuff like that. You know, when you tell that to a parent, they'll be like, oh, that's not happening. No, that's impossible. But it's happening. It's happening. So I think uh, what parents, what they need to do is they have to be more invested in their kids' um, high school life just so they know what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be more knowledgeable about it. So I'm super grateful. My mom is very open. Even my dad, too. And we do have, like, conversations. Like, yeah. you know, like, we joke around and then they tell me their experiences. So I feel like as a parent and also looking at it from, like, a parent's perspective, it might be hard on them as well, especially, let's say, if they're, like, yeah. immigrants and they don't know the whole public school system. And I guess it depends to how they got married, like arranged marriages or, you know, it was already arranged for them. So I guess parents, you know, they kind of have to do something as well. So, yeah, I do agree. With and I'm very happy for my friends. They've helped me so much through high school. I think the parents job is like it's it's crucial. And if any parents are listening out there, y'all got to be really invested in your kids future. You know, especially I think the high school is like probably one of the biggest times of your life because it shapes yeah. your future. I would you agree know what 100%. I mean? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, like I mentioned this in a couple episodes before, but that was the pivotal point for me in terms of faith. Like that's when I said, I'm going to wear the hijab. And that's when a lot of like, I took, I took a lot of my faith seriously at that point in my life. And if I wasn't mm -hmm. surrounded by the right people, the right Muslim friends, if I wasn't cognizant of those values growing up, I might not have, you know, been in this position. And ultimately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like the one guiding our paths and protecting us. So may he protect us in these matters too, inshallah. And so let's move let's move the conversation in, in two directions. First, we have a question. Let's address that question. And Khaira, I'll have you read that in a moment. And then the second way is knowing what we know, how do we interact with the opposite sex appropriately? Because we know what's haram, we know what's halal. But how do we act in the gray areas? You know, let's let's get into that. But first, let's let's get to the question. Khair, you want to read it? So Abdurrahman says a high schooler who is in a relationship, he says we keep it halal. If it works out till marriage, alhamdulillah. If not, no big deal. Mm. How would you advise if that person was one of your friends? That's, mm. that's kind of a hard question. 
Definitely. Uh, what do you have some thoughts? But I want to I want to hear from you both. I want Khaira, I don't know what you're as a high schooler like reading that. I mean, have you like heard of situations like this or like is this normal? Like, what's going on? So in my friend group, I'm kind of considered as like the mom in a way. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody like, you know, we have like this strong bond and like, you know, we're all, I guess we're all, we're each other's therapists and we're like, we talk uh -huh. about our problems and all of that. So yeah, I do remember that some of my friends, like, you know, I guess in their lives, their love lives and like whatever. And I guess we're all, I guess we all make mistakes. We all don't know. We all know at some point, but my problem is how do you know, like, I just feel like with love and all of like, you know, relationships and all that stuff, I don't know how you can make it halal in a way. Like it just, mm -hmm. I, I just can't correlate halal with like relationships, especially at a high school age. Cause sorry, I don't know. I just, I just don't know how you would do it. Brother Kabri is out here throwing shade. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but okay, sorry. Keep, go, keep going. So for me, a tip, if I were like, if it, if she was a girl and she was talking to me, something I would tell her is, you know, go back and spend some time with yourself. Like, is this somebody that, you know, you want to live with for the rest of your life? And, and mind you, you're only 16 or 15. So, you know, you're putting a barrier on all the other people you can meet or all the other opportunities you have in your life. Like, I feel like in life, it's not only about getting married. There's other things. So I think everything comes from within, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I feel like when one person is whole, one person is like, you know, they they accept who they are. They know what they want in their life. I feel like when it comes to like relationships and all that stuff, that tends to like fall in. It just, it happens naturally in a way. I, I, would, I would start off by saying this, right? If, you know, p two people engaged in this saying, you know, we're in a relationship now, eventually we'll get married. Eventually we'll get married. If your relationship is starting off on a haram, how will it last long term? That's wow. that's, that's how I think about it. Wow. And and I and I've had I've like, you know, subhanallah, I've had high schoolers in this particular situation approach me and mm -hmm. say like, what do I do? And I like what Khaira is saying about being whole. And there's this incredible book called Reclaiming Your Heart by Dariya Mugahid and phenomenal phenomenal and it's about how really briefly it's about how we as human beings are separated from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we're on the dunya and because of that we're trying to fill the hole in our hearts because we're trying to reconnect with Allah because like that's our home so we fill it with other things in our life and love can be one of those things so if there's a high schooler in this relationship and saying eventually it would work I would say just like Khaira said reevaluate reevaluate and and really see if you're being serious and that other person isn't treating it with the seriousness that you are, there needs to be a reevaluation because that's the whole point of like us doing it for marriage is because there's a level of seriousness and respect on both parties. So if that respect isn't afforded, someone will get hurt. And, and Usaid, I want you to add all this onto this. You, you both, subhanAllah, you guys, man, mashallah, um, you guys hit it on spot on. I will say this. Um, I think that like the statement, how you phrased it, I look at it as kind of like a gateway drug. Like, oh, you start off with, okay, oh, it's not going to be that bad. We're just texting. And then, oh, it's not going to be that bad. We're just talking at the night. And oh, it's not, and then it leads to other things as well. Um, 
I would say be careful, my friend. Tell him to be careful. And also, um, what was I going to say? SubhanAllah, it just uh, left my mind. Um, but just be careful, honestly, because it's not worth it. And um, that's all I got to say. Honestly. I forgot the next thing I was going to say, SubhanAllah, but we can and move inshallah on. Inshallah, it will, it will come up. <laughs> inshallah, it will yeah, come inshallah. up. But Brother yeah. Kabriya messaged in the chat, and he said, if, if you're serious, tell each other's parents, right? like that's huge too like let's say let's say you know this happens people like like let's be real this happens people you know get to know one another they start liking one another they like get involved right it doesn't matter to the extent like they get involved emotionally at least and they you know they're like yeah i want to be with this person but like we're so young we're only in high school and i can't tell my parents because they'll freak out but a good way to you know address that is like to tell your parents so like, you know, there's also that concern. Like some people are, you know, not fully confident enough to go to their parents about something like this. Like Alhamdulillah, everyone's situation is different. Um, and you know, Hadi messaged in here and he said, easier said than done. Absolutely, it's absolutely easier said than done. Um, mm -hmm. But that's a part of the struggle of this life. Part of the struggle is like being in situations where like your heart and your feelings are telling you something but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you to submit in another way. And there's benefits in it that we can't see, but that are there. So it's an ongoing process. Like us three sitting up here, we can like try to foster a space where we talk about this and advise as best as we can. But mm -hmm. we don't have the ultimate answer to every person's situation because every person's situation is different. Mm -hmm. um, let, let's keep looking in the comments and go ahead and say yeah, uh, so actually I was going to um, mention the second thing that Brother Abdurrahman mentioned. He said he would say, we are not ready to tell our parents. When we graduate college, we will get married just bonding now. And that actually reminds me what I was going to say is I think the worst thing a person can believe is w when they're in this type of scenario is this person is perfect for me. So what, I'm, what I mean by that, and I'm going back to saying that when a person needs to fill that space in their heart, and then they finally find this person who is, you know, telling them, oh, you look so cute today, or oh, blah, blah, this, blah, and they're bonding, and they're, they have similar interests and whatnot. I think that's where it gets dangerous, right? Because, yes, you found someone who, you know, is potentially your significant other, but you're also putting yourself at risk. I mean, I'll, I'll put a guy's perspective, for example. Are you financially ready? Are you Are you ready to do all this stuff? You're still in high school, in my opinion, you know. So I would say the best thing to tell your friend or the best advice I would say is to find hobbies and find distractions. You know, if you have to go play video games, go uh, go play soccer, go do something, you know, get something off your mind. Put that phone away because that phone is the reason why you keep talking to that person. And just just go like do a detox for a couple of days and you'll be surprised where, where you're at. Wow. That's, I mean, that's my greatest advice. Like like yes like i said i want to say yes but also maybe no because i think if you're like i'm laughing at the laundry thing <laughs> i know y'all something's going on in the comments here <laughs> they're having too much fun alhamdulillah um but on Usaid's point, on Usaid's point like distracting yourself yes that works but if you're involved with someone like in my head i'm thinking like let's say a couple months of talking, like if you're involved to someone to the extent where you're talking to them every day, just flipping an off switch. I've also seen that happen where an off switch is, is hit where someone has been talking to the other person for so long that it's like, 
a massive shake to their world and they're unable to focus on anything but that. So while, yeah. yeah, so while yes, we should have other things to fill our lives beyond just love and lust, and there's a difference between the two, um, because, you know, love can come from multiple forms, mainly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? But, you know, mm -hmm. lust is something more like physical in that attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, those things are real and they exist. So having the proper channels in our life to make a balanced life will help us move away from things like lust. But when you're involved with someone to the extent of like, yo, I'm invested in it, it's been a couple months. That's when I would say kind of like we were talking about reevaluate and like bring in people who know more than you. Like yeah. even when me, when I'm thinking about making decisions in my life, I'm like, I don't know everything. Like I'm going to go talk to my mom about it. I'm going to go talk to my halakha leader about it because they know more than I do about this. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening in the chat. So let, let's talk about the component of the topic in terms of like relate, um, you know, acting around the other, the opposite sex in person. Like what's the extent of how our interaction should be? Um, Clayton, first I want to see you, how, you as a high schooler, like what your understanding of that is and how you think your peers understand that to be as well. So I think something for me that I experienced is when I transferred schools, so public school, I would say like the first month I was very culture shocked in a way. And I was like, oh, you know, I was put into a group with another guy and I don't know him and he doesn't know me. And mind you, all these people were friends since eighth grade. So middle school to high school. So they all knew everybody. And then you just have this random new person who's covered. But I just felt like with my scarf, I felt like I had like some sort of shield. So I felt like all of like, mostly not everybody, but the opposite sex, they were like, they had some type of respect. And that's something I value about my scarf. So I feel like that helped me in a way. But I think at the end of the day, something that took me a long time to learn, you know, I'm still learning. I think it's just, for me personally, I feel like it's normal to have like, you know, a guy friend or to work together. Or like, let's say you want to hang out with somebody, you know, that's okay. But I just, I don't know how to word it. I feel like everything comes from your heart. Like sometimes, I don't know, for a girl, let's say for me, there are times where like, oh, you know, you, you have feelings for somebody else or for something. But then there are other times you can see this person and then and you're like, oh, you know, whatever, it's okay. So I think just knowing your boundaries, you as a person. So like spending mm -hmm. time with yourself has really helped me. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, that's a great perspective, Clayton. I really, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Like from, like, if we take this back to a more Islamic perspective in terms of like what's right and what's wrong and like what leads, you know, like that gray area we're talking about that like leads could potentially lead to something haram. That's important to note as well. So mm -hmm. like, when we're interacting with the opposite sex, you know, me as a woman, I want to make sure that there's a level of respect and, and also a level of distance in that interaction. So when those interactions happen, they're with purpose. They're with purpose. And if there's a project, if there's school, X, Y, Z, we're doing it. We're engaging in those dialogues and conversations with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Now, let's be real. You got friend groups and those friend groups are mixed people. Let's be real. Like I'm in college, huge Muslim population at the University of Maryland. We got mixed friend groups everywhere. So there's also that component where like they're just mixed friend groups and you just happen to be hanging out with your friends and there are, there are guys there. Mm -hmm. So even in those interactions, it's also important to, to keep a level of distance, meaning mm -hmm. I'm making sure I'm not always alone with a guy. I'm making sure I'm not always texting 
that person in a siloed conversation alone. You know, sometimes you need to, sometimes you, oh, I have a project, I have to message uh, him and like, that's why you're messaging him, great. But texting late at night, like those long FaceTime calls, those things can lead and spiral. And so those are the gray areas that I don't think are addressed enough for our young people. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna date, right? I'm not gonna date, but like, yo, there's this guy over there, we've been like kind of flirting and that's happening. But we're not dating, so there's no haram. But that's also something that can lead and spiral, which is why we have to step back and maintain a hijab. You know, and I'm just talking about this, y'all. There's not a mental hijab. And Usaid got it too, and he's a guy. And Usaid has that hijab too, am I right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Of course. Both figuratively and literally, you know. I think a lot of times people, well, you know, if we get into the conversation, we're not going to stop. But I will say, <laughs> I will say this: you are one hundred percent right. And and to the sisters out there, if he ain't asking for Baba's number, he ain't the right one. Plain and simple, you know. I, I mean, so <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But just you know, like be be careful, remain respectful. And I want to add to your point, uh, Hannah, is that stay balanced. Everything needs to be balanced. You know, is it is it okay to communicate with uh, the opposite gender? Of course, one hundred percent. You know, if, if you don't communicate with them at all, and like how I mentioned the Islamic uh, scenario, like my, my school, and mm -hmm. you're just separated all the time, not only are you gonna, not only are you gonna be socially awkward, but I feel like in terms of the guys, at least, you're they're gonna think less of women, I feel like. I, that's what I've seen. There was a lot of times where, there was a lot of times where the sisters were underserved. And so because of that, like, um, you know, some of the guys, we're like, you know, kind of down talking on them. And so I feel like that's, a, that's at least one perspective from what I've seen. At the same time, if you get too close to a girl or if you start talking to them too much, you know, not only is it haram, which is the obvious, but like, let's look at the, like the human uh, outcomes is you're going to be heartbroken. It's, it might mess up your life. You might not be ready for it, you know? So everything has a balance when you're, and, and you, I, I know I keep mentioning this, but this is really the foundation. This is the base. So once you know that, and once you know that you're a distance, a respectful distance, everything else will come into play. Yeah, I, I really, that. I strongly would emphasize respect. When you have respect for yourself, mm. automatically people will respect you. Exactly. And, and for that, respect takes a long time. That might like take years and years to achieve, to like achieve like personal respect. Like when you know yourself really well, you know what's right and what's wrong. You know, mm -hmm. people will start to respect you. Mm. I like the, I like the points that are being brought up. We're gearing towards our end time here on the podcast, and I think this topic was actually so we like barely hit it. I feel like in the time that we had, I agree. We're probably going to have to continue it for next episode. Next episode will be part two. I'm thinking. Um, so let's 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 end with a couple of takeaways for our audience. Let's give one piece of advice to them, if in terms of the concept of relationships or even self growth. Let's give one piece of advice. Uh, enjoy your young life responsibly and remain respectful. That's the okay. yeah, I would have to emphasize respect and also take this time. I feel like we're still growing and also parents. Oh, no, before. Also, since we're growing, take this time to learn more about yourself. Like, what mm -hmm. can you bring to the table? And then again, for adults, 
you know, I guess for parents, try try to be friends, best friends with your kids. Because I feel like when you open up with your kids, um, or even like if you're a teacher or whatever, you know, when adults become like that friend, you kind of have that guiding person. So it's much easier to like, you know, like alleviate, it's much easier to alleviate like the pressures and the stresses of, you know, being a high school student with like yeah. the whole relationship. Yeah. I would I would end and we have Brother Abdurrahman in the chat here um, saying boundaries and distance. Yes, very fair to say. Um, but one piece of advice I'd give is to pick your friends wisely. Your oh friends my God. in high school. Yes. What will define you moving forward into your college careers? I mean, your college friends stay with you for life, but like. It's super important in high school who you're surrounding yourself with. Yes, one hundred percent. You are who you you are who you hang out with. One hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Okay, actually, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> save it for next episode. Let's see. We hooked it. We hooked it on that one. Um, everyone for tuning into today's podcast episode. We really appreciate you being here and engaging in the conversation. Be sure to follow uh, Mass on Instagram at Mass Youth National. And we're going to have even more flyers and updates on this podcast. We want to make it as collaborative as possible. So send us your feedback, send us your questions, and we'll be interviewing even more high schoolers across the country, inshallah. So thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.